Welcome to the Runners Connect Run to the Top Extra Kick Extra Kick Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Kick Podcast brought to you by Runners Connect. I'm Coach Laura, and today we're going to do a quick review on ice baths. In this particular case, I'm speaking of ice baths as a recovery technique after exercise rather than as a pre-cooling technique before exercise. Ice baths have been a mainstay of training recovery across many sports for decades. The technique is simple. After a strenuous workout, an athlete submerges themselves in icy water. It can be done in fancy cooling takes, your standard bathtub, a kiddie pool, or even large buckets or garbage cans. Usually, an ice bath is done in increments between 5 and 20 minutes. One report suggested that if the icy water is circulating, it's cooler than if the water was still. An athlete should always avoid overexposure. It's also suggested to keep your toes, hands, and private areas protected from the cold. Many athletes have used cold water baths after intense exercise workouts in the belief that it speeds up body recovery. However, the internal physical process is not well understood and it sort of remains elusive. Studies on the technique failed to provide clarity. Some suggest ice baths may reduce muscle damage, discomfort, and provide relief from delayed onset muscle soreness. Other studies, however, conclude the bath may interfere with training, recovery, and muscle growth. While effectiveness is debated, it is widely agreed that there is a risk of shock, hypothermia, and even sudden cardiac death if proper precautions are not taken. There are also studies suggesting that the same recovery benefits can be reached by simply flushing in cool water rather than ice water, and with much lower risk factors. That said, athletes, including Michael Phelps and Paula Radcliffe, have sworn by ice bath recovery as part of their success, and the technique is used in professional locker rooms worldwide in sports including hockey, American football, tennis, volleyball, and of course, long-distance running. So while the research is divided, any athlete, professional or amateur alike, may swear by the recovery technique. Its uses and success is widely personal, and like other recovery methods, there may be a placebo effect at play. So should you add an ice bath routine to your daily recovery, or continue doing them if you already are? It's really highly personal. What you should do while taking an ice bath is lower your exposure to cold, especially in delicate areas of the body. Shorts and socks go a long way. First, fill your tub, bucket, or kiddie pool halfway with water, and then add ice. You want to keep the temperature of the water around 50 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit, or 8 to 13 degrees Celsius. And start small. If you've never had an ice bath before, start off with below the knee or waist and work up to full body immersion over time. For upper body injuries such as a shoulder or a neck, opt for an ice compress instead of soaking. And when you're in the ice bath, try to relax. 
If you're miserable and tense in the bath, you're not helping yourself. Again, start small, say five or six minutes, and over time, work up to longer periods. When you've completed your time in the tub, dry off and warm up. If you're going to ice bath, use it at the end of your routine, not at the start or halfway through. Never try to stretch cold muscles after a bath. And if you don't like the ice bath, don't force it. It isn't for everyone, and there are other recovery techniques you can practice that may feel a little less horrible. I'm very curious what side of the ice bath debate you land on. Visit us on Facebook at Run to the Top Winner Circle and let me know. Until next time, I'm Coach Laura. I hope you have a good run today.